Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome again to the Empower Humans podcast. This is episode 70 and the first episode of 2020, new year, new decade. And uh, I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. I wanted to get more episodes out. I got a little ill and also <laughs> tied up with the whole holiday season. So I may have been a little too ambitious verbally, not realizing the kind of uh, trials and difficulty I might face during the holiday season. But it was a great holiday season. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season as well. And no matter when you're listening to this, I sincerely hope you are in a great place. And if not, we're going to cover some things regardless, whether you are or aren't, just to maintain being in tune, being aligned. I just want to bring our focus back where it needs to be because that's a constant cycle and process that we need to be engaged in. And we're going to talk more about that in a minute. But I always want to remind you that you are absolutely priceless. And that is one of the foundational things really to get our focus back if we feel kind of out of focus and a little perplexed and confused in life. If you're feeling off track, it's important to understand that fundamental fact and nothing can change it. You are worth more than all the riches and distractions and nonsense of this world. The riches are found in you. And I also remind you that you are never alone. I'm here for anyone who needs to talk about anything, by the way. And there's others and other resources out there as well. But you can find me via email at info at empowerhumans.com. Uh, on our contact page or at Empower 101 on Instagram and Twitter. Now, I think we need to go back to basics with a few things here. This episode is called Make It Count, and I think it's real important to kind of define what that means. We genuinely want to live our lives and spend our time in such a way that we get the most bang for our buck, so to speak. And I know that sounds like a little, a little bit of a cold, uh, <laughs> silly way to put it. That doesn't mean you don't relax. That doesn't mean you don't find balance in other things in certain aspects of this. But I want to get back to basics and some things that we talked about at, at length some time ago in the podcast. Remember the word joy means an alignment or return to something. In Hebrew, the Hebrew word for joy means that, an alignment. And I think that that alone is very instructive. As we try to align... I love the additional fact that the year is 2020, which can remind us of clarity uh, as well, since 2020 vision is considered perfect vision. <laughs> I, for one, do not physically have 2020 vision. I wear glasses most of the time these days, although maybe I'll get LASIK or some other thing uh, down the road. Uh, you know. But again, I digress. There's something so important about maintaining clarity in our view of life and our vision moving forward. So many people talk about, you know, different aspects of living in the past, present, or, or future. For those who celebrate Christmas, you may remember the story A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, in which the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future haunt Ebenezer Scrooge, and ultimately, spoiler alert, change his overall view of life and generosity towards his fellow man, and just kind of a whole 180 of his approach to life prior to that experience. I'm generally of the mind that balance overall is the best approach. We're always living now, and our view of the past should be one of, of memories and lessons learned, in my opinion. I think that's a healthy approach to the past. Regrets don't need to overshadow our present moment. In fact, the fact that there could even be any regrets means that we've probably learned a lesson and should probably focus on that, that angle and that light to illuminate our path in the now. Now and the future is the vast treasure we take moving forward because life only moves in one direction. What direction is that, my friends? Forward. The title of this episode, again, Make It Count, is kind of something that as we start a new decade and a new year, which to me is sometimes comical that it's kind of the main time where everyone comes together to try to make changes. 
most of which statistically don't stick. So I, I want to be realistic about this and, and make this kind of a lifelong process, not get caught up, oh, the new year, that's when I'm going to lose weight or start reading a book or whatever. That's a great time. Stick with it and and do your absolute best. But if you trip and stumble or, or lose your path for a week or something, it doesn't mean, oh, well, I'll, I'll try next January. No, start January 28th then or March 4th. <laughs> Come up with new patterns and new cycles. Midnight on December 31st going into January 1st is just another moment in time. And we live in a world of repeating cycles. I spent New Year's Eve with some very dear loved ones, including my great aunt Eleanor, who turned 100 in 2019. She grew up in the 1920s and through the Great Depression, and she started building airplanes uh, during World War II. She continued until the age of 95 for over 70 years, basically just building airplanes this whole time. She didn't move up to the office or anything. She was literally down with her rivet gun. This is what they call Rosie the Riveter. I've talked about her a little bit before. Back during World War II, they came up with this term, Rosie the Riveter, for the women that came to build airplanes and other machinery and things for the war effort because many of the men were off fighting the war. Now, I mentioned she stopped working at the age of 95. I'd also point out it wasn't because she retired. They actually closed the plant, and she might still be working to this day, but maybe not. <laughs> In either case, go back to episodes three and four for a two-part interview I had with her when she was a young 98 years old. And uh, <laughs> why do I tell you about Eleanor? There's several reasons, including her great work ethic and amazing positive attitude. Everywhere we go, nobody can believe that she's 100 years old. She has energy and stamina beyond people who are 30-plus years younger than her. She had three sisters, by the way, one of which is my grandmother, which is why she's my great-aunt, and all of which have now passed on. She's the last remaining sister of this generation. And she told me that when people retire, they oftentimes fall into a slump of just sitting around. Now, now don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people shouldn't be able to relax and retire and even, quote-unquote, sit around. What I am saying is that we must remain engaged to keep our minds and bodies and souls balanced and even healthy. She talks about how she eats. She doesn't even eat that much. And there's a lot to be said for all that. But you can do your own studies and make your own decisions surrounding all those topics. Just some food for thought. And I think her track record speaks for itself. So I'm going to listen to some of what she has to say as someone, uh, you know, one of the few who lives beyond 100 years old. We just have to use some common sense to keep our minds and bodies and souls balanced and even healthy. The fact that she, Eleanor, worked as long as she did, and one of the reasons she's still with us and enjoying life and was even dancing on New Year's Eve at age 100. <laughs> Speaking of repeating cycles, she has been through 100 cycles around our sun uh, on this planet. She's lived nearly 37,000 days of revolutions as this earth rotates day in and day out. How many days have you lived? Think about that. And when you do think about it, everything we do is repeating cycles in this world. Think about how we sustain life with our breath in and out and our food and water intake. We sleep, hopefully, every day. And just as the day follows the night and the night follows the day, these are all repeating cycles, repeating patterns. And, and these habits that we might develop as well with our careers day to day and week by week. Many people have specific things they do on weekends also, including, you know, perhaps recreational activities or even church. I was working with my son over the holiday break on some of his basketball skills, and I really had to remind him that to be great at anything requires constant repetition, which in other words is practice. Now, remember, for those of you who listened to my interview with Ray Luzier of the band Korn, I told him that, that some might say he doesn't have to practice anymore. He's a very accomplished, talented uh, drummer, 
in that band. And he basically said that for him, he's light years away from where he needs to be. That, that principle doesn't mean we don't find satisfaction and even relaxation the journey, but we must always have a mindset of remaining engaged and embracing the repetition. And the same is true for me. I'm a musician. I learned to play some instruments, including the drums, and uh, maybe not quite of that caliber. <laughs> but it's, it's all repetition. It's practice on a personal, individual level of specific fundamental skills and coordination. And then in a group setting, maybe with a band and rehearsals, and, and also even on stage. So there's also these various layers. And the same might be true of you in different aspects of the things you do both personally and in a career and so on and so on and so on. So think about that and the repetition just to get better and better. And I think we can embrace that instead of looking, oh, it's New Year's, but I got to set some some uh, resolutions and I've got to also uh, follow through and do all these many things as this big uphill battle task. Yes, life can be an uphill battle, but we're in this journey together. It's a journey and there's a lot of repetition and we don't need to beat ourselves up in that process. Because if I'd done that, I wouldn't have been able to develop at least some skills on some of these musical instruments, for example, and other things where I've developed some skills. Or what skills have you developed and, and some of the repetition involved there? Now, this principle doesn't mean that we don't find satisfaction and even relaxation in the journey, but we must always have a mindset of remaining engaged and embracing the repetition. Even an exercise, that is a constant repetition. Our, our habits in general are the most important repetition that determines our outcomes and overall satisfaction in life. You know, and, and speaking to my son again with the basketball, I remember Kobe Bryant, we talked about this uh, several episodes ago a little bit, where he talked about the, about the age of 12, he was the worst player on the team. Didn't score any points, nothing. This is Kobe Bryant, multiple times MVP and championship on the Lakers. I think five championships he won. But what did he do? Again, he was just 12 years old. But uh, in the ensuing years, he practice for hours and hours and hours and hours, day in and day out, specific skills one day, shooting and dribbling and ball handling and all these various things that helped him develop those skills that made him what we now know as the famous, super talented, one of the greatest of all time basketball players, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> so if anything, my friends, I believe this should be a time to tune our habits and our mindsets to come into alignment, back to this place of joy, a return to something, return back to basics of how life functions. Uh, we came into this world of repeating patterns and cycles, and we, we ought to just get engaged in that process, not overwhelm ourselves, just do what we need to do to continue moving forward and progressing and learning and growing. And again, not expect perfection constantly because otherwise we wouldn't need to be constantly repeating. That's part of our, our purpose here, I believe, in this life. Establish the roles of influence you have in your life and define outcomes you'd like to see in your career and as a parent, perhaps, in a relationship, you know, among others. Calendar those things and balance out those outcomes as best we can. I even heard Will Smith recently uh, talking about not getting overwhelmed in the process of a large task or goal. He kind of used an analogy, you know, like if you need to build a house with bricks, lay each brick the very best that brick has ever been laid on this planet. It, according to your abilities, at least. And you can lay every single brick one at a time that with that very mindset of just doing the absolute best brick by brick by brick as, as you move on to the next brick. And eventually, again, brick by brick of doing the very, very, very best work that you can do with each one of those bricks, it will yield that final result of perhaps that structure that you were building at the beginning. 
And that to me is, is a very important just kind of concept and analogy as we talk about repeating processes. That's how it is with our lives. We're in this journey together, my friends, and I want to challenge you to make it count this year. Again, as the title of this episode indicates, and not just this year, but always, day in, day out, month in, month out, so on and so on and so on. And even if you're listening to this in August, this is a new moment. Let's turn things around that need to be. I'm constantly striving to do that myself, and that's what makes life enjoyable and worth living. Think about the word enjoy. The word joy is in enjoy, (laughs) alignment, return to something. Don't get overwhelmed. Just align, constantly realign. As a musician, as many of you know, and as I mentioned here in this episode, we're kind of like instruments that uh, can be played and come out of tune periodically. And also in another repetitive cycle, repetitive fashion, need to be retuned periodically. So keep that in mind as we move forward throughout this year, as you set and achieve goals Uh, I personally don't even like the word goals. I just like the word plans. That's why I talk about time management and just calendaring things and making the, the things happen day to day to day to make the outcomes happen that we want in our lives. As always, I'll challenge you these last couple things that we always leave you with. Study, keep studying if you have been, start studying if you haven't been, read, learn, grow, tons of resources, no excuses between Audible, YouTube, and all the various things, educational programming, streaming services galore with National Geographic and all kinds of things from fact to fiction, nonfiction, all the various things. There's tons of resources to study. So that's the first challenge. Make great moments. That's with our loved ones. That's with the people that matter most in our lives, I believe. Take and surprise people and give and be a part of positive habits and positive outcomes for others. Take some initiative. Make great moments. Very simple process. And the last challenge is always, let's keep doing this podcast together. I'm not going anywhere. I intend really to get back to a a constant flow. And I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you sticking with me. I'm flattered that you spend your time with me. And as always, I want to leave you with empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.